What's good, people? Welcome to another episode of Afro DA7, your favorite podcast. I have with me Wavy F Baby, my co-host, ride or die on this show. Wavy, what's up? I'm great, I'm great, I'm great. Happy to be here another Sunday. What's up, y'all? We're good, we're good. Of course, we have our girl Mary joining us. The ever opinionated Mary. Yeah, <laughs> the wealthiest woman alive. I'm over here. Amen. Thank God for that. Please send me some dollars. Amen. Okay, so, yo, how have your week been? Or how has your week been? Um, for me, it's been it's been okay. I mean, nothing out of the, nothing out of the ordinary. It's been okay. Yeah, just thank God I'm alive. I mean, I do my experience. Well, my I would I would say that my week has been okay. It's been normal, nothing extraordinary. It's been cool so far. It's been cool so far. Yeah. Okay. Right. What about you? Oh, for me, like the day goes by very fast and I barely get everything done as much as Okay, that's cool. So, yeah, that's, that's how my week has been. <laughs> okay, so on today's episode, we have a couple of news, news items, news headlines, bulletins to discuss. I want to start from Africa, our motherland. Okay. So we recently heard that Nigeria banned Twitter sometime in June 2021. Now, for starters, I didn't know this. I don't know where I was, but I didn't know this until where I heard the news that um, the ban has been lifted. So, guys. Did you know about this? And do you think it was right for Nigeria to ban Twitter in the first place? Um, for me, I did hear about the ban. I did hear about it when they first banned them, but I forgot about it. Like, I forgot about it because I've been, I've been seeing Nigerian people commenting and trolling Ghanaians and doing all sorts of things on Twitter for a while now. Yeah. So, yeah, I forgot there was even a ban or anything, but. It was it was very very unnecessary. I mean, I think it was done because of this NSAS thing, and um, because I mean the the Nigerian government's way of dealing with the whole thing wasn't the best. So, in order to stop people from talking, and I don't know, they just decided to block Twitter, which is which to me is is quite dumb, honestly. I mean, instead of coming out with an official apology to apologize to the people good people of Nigeria to tell them that oh we didn't handle issues. They're either blocking their social channels that they use they are using to confront you guys. Africa party. So yeah, I I I think it was very, very childish of them to block Twitter. But yeah, I, I knew of the ban when it first happened and I thought it was a joke. Oh people were even using Twitter. Like people were oh people were still using Twitter. So people were using yeah. VPNs and stuff to access Twitter and so it wasn't a big deal. So for some time now I never had anything thinking, oh, they probably lifted it. So when Debbie told me about this news that I'm like, oh yeah, they're bun. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> okay. I would also say that um I knew about the ban, but it wasn't something that I really looked into. And I'm very, very surprised that they just lifted the ban. I thought they had even, you know, they've even done with the issue, you know, they've squashed the whole thing. Then again, I would I would say that um it's negative side. If you're not careful and hash goes At the same used to I'm sure that and 
ni hasta Um, Mary. We're living in other places, aware of what is going on in people's country or certain. Okay, so for me, because I didn't know about this, like I had to actually go find out how it started, what happened, and whatnot. So apparently. No, baby, um, uh, baby. Before you continue, let me get this straight. You never heard about the ban in the first place. I, I never did. I never oh, wow. did on Twitter. I didn't know about it. because you know, I, I go on Twitter yeah, as and when I follow Big Brother Niger. Okay, so yeah. because of my schedule, I find it hard like catching up with them like in real time. So I, yeah, I, I always go on Twitter for the highlights. So I just go what's trending and all of that. And Nigerians. I mean, Big Brother Niger uh, season six ended in when? Um, October. So if they were banned in June and then they were actually active campaigning for the housemates and all of that, I'm like, how am I supposed to know? So I was clueless. I didn't know this. So apparently what had happened was the president, um, Buhari, Mohammed Buhari, president of Nigeria, tweeted something. There's this group um, or there's, there's this um, activist, so, so to say, his name is um, Kano something something. And then he is of the view that the Igbo people, okay, should like, uh, how do you put it, come out as an independent state from Nigeria because of uh, discrimination they face and all of that. So it's like a Biafra movement. So he is like um, championing this cause and he's very active on social media, especially Twitter, to champion this cause of his. So the president sent out a discriminatory speech on Twitter. He tweeted that. And then Twitter found it against their ethics, like it's a violent and hate speech. So Twitter, first of all, deleted the president's tweet and then banned him, banned the president of Nigeria. So after this, that was when the government of Nigeria also said, we can't accept this, and then we are also going to ban you. So that's how this whole thing came about. Oh, so it wasn't because of the end thing? No, the SARS oh. thing had already ended. I, I I think the SARS was a catalyst. I mean, during that that time, if they were to ban them, everybody would realize that, you know, they are using that to stop the movement. So the government couldn't do it. So I think it's more of a retaliation. No, but Twitter you first know. of all banned and deleted the president's tweet. And the government is like, how dare you delete the tweet of a president of a state? It's like you are interfering. But I mean, they, did Trump, they did it to Trump, though. Yeah, they did it to Trump. Fine. And even Trump did comment on this, uh, like congratulated Nigeria for banning Twitter. <laughs> well, I think I, I think it's good. You know, for some time now, anytime you know these world leaders, you know, they post something which which is offensive, you know, the world has no option than to just accept it, whether they like it or not. It's still there. It's people who follow them actually watch the message and actually follow them and do do what um, the world leaders actually say. I think this would also put them on their toes to realize that just the fact that they have power does not mean that, you know, they have certain rights to just act anyhow. I, I for one, I'm just happy that, you know, Twitter is also doing the right thing. Unlike Facebook, with Facebook, it's a bit difficult. It's very, very difficult. But at least Twitter has some control over there I, and i think it's good i know yeah i mean if it were to you know, buhari who experienced that africans to be like oh why is it that 
it's always the blacks. Why not ban, you know, an American president? Can you do that to an American president? But then they did it to Trump, which also says that, you know, they don't care who you are. If you put out an, off- an offensive information out there, we are going to take it out and then we are going to ban you. And I, and I think it's very good. It's very good. Though sometimes I think they do go overboard because he, he I mean, aside from the separatist um, uh, that he puts out there, you know, I don't think, I don't know the, um, the let me say, the weight of that message. I don't know the particular type of separatist he's talking about. I know Nigeria has a lot of issues. You know, they have religious issues going on there as well. So I don't know the sort of separatist he's talking about, which made Twitter ban his account. But, you know, I, I would give I would give both of them, you know, the benefit of the the benefits of the doubt. I can't say this one didn't do well, this one didn't do well, because I, I, I really do not know what it really entails. But I know that, you know, they both did what was best for themselves. This one posted, this one took it out. At the end of the day, you know, Twitter does not belong to Nigeria. It belongs to someone. And the person made a decision. The Nigerian president, he purchased the services of Twitter and he used it for his own issues. And then the one who owns Twitter also says that, what you're doing is not good enough for me. What you posted, I don't really like it. So I take it off. And then he banned him. And then Nigeria is also saying that if that is also the case, I also have power in my own country. And then he also banned them. So at the end of the day, I think both of them did what they saw best, what they think was best for themselves. I do not know what they both, you know, what they both gained. But then I think they did what was best for each other. Yeah, that's what I can say. Okay, so mm-hmm. before they could come to this consensus and then finally having to lift the ban, they wanted Twitter to set up a legal entity in Nigeria. So now currently, Twitter is working on having an office in Nigeria in the first quarter of 2022. And then also, they paid some taxes. So that, that, that was the resolution. That's how come the ban was lifted, finally. But I thought Twitter wanted to come and open the office in Ghana. Or it's another one. I mean, they cannot well, think... in Ghana. They cannot one in Nigeria. Because I heard they wanted to put the headquarters, I think, in Africa over here in Ghana. So, I mean, it really made a big news. So, I, I would be very sad if it's actually a hoax. If it's a hoax or if, if that's what they are doing in Nigeria. Because it really publicized them. Well. I mean, it was on the news. as Lawusu was so excited about it. So, I would really, really be sad if... You know, they're taking then again, Nigeria is a huge, huge market. You know, they you know, they have everything over there. You know, they, so but I would be very sad if because if that is the option they have to put it over there in Nigeria, fine. I have I have no problem with that. But if what they were supposed to be to, to be doing in Ghana is what they're doing over there, then I I wouldn't agree with it. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Right. Mm-hmm. So can we move on to something else? Some other yeah. Items? Okay. Yeah, we why can. don't you take this one? <laughs> why did I? The prime minister. Why don't you take this one? Why don't you take over this one? Um, I don't. I don't remember which one. The UK Boris Johnson, the prime minister, for because I find that sense so funny to be honest. Uh, so. If I take over, if I take over that one, I won't give the proper details. You want me to go ahead? Okay, so it's fine. Let me do this. <laughs> so, <laughs> just when um, Corona was becoming a thing, like a worldwide pandemic in the UK, they did announce um, a lockdown. Okay, the prime minister didn't announce a lockdown, and then while they were in lockdown. This Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, went for a party. So this happened in 2020. Okay, May 2020. And then we are in 2022. I don't know when the videos of that party came on the internet, but I saw it this year, 2022. So the people of UK are furious. They are outraged that while we were facing a pandemic as severe as COVID, people died, okay? 
and then you you break the rule. You go for a party. And now people are asking him to step down, like to just resign already because it's not right and it can't fly with them. And even members of his own party are of that view that he should step down as a prime minister of UK. What do you think, people? So first of all, I think the people who are asking him to step down in his own party are the ones who are not invited for the party. <laughs> <laughs> they, are just, they are just hating on, 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 on him. Like, okay, if you didn't invite me to the party, I'll show you. Secondly, I, I think what what happened is, uh, is, is very is very serious, you know, because in UK, I remember the... I remember initially... They weren't taking the whole thing serious. They weren't taking this whole COVID thing serious, saying that it was a scam and it was a lie. And uh, you know, this this whole thing, staying when you stay inside, they'll come and fix this 5G. There was a whole lot of nonsense around <laughs> it. So they were not taking nothing serious. So it got to a point where the 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 the, the infection was really going high, and then it was like, yo. They had to do something. So now they started telling people to, they started being very strict that people should stay home and stuff. And only for them to realize, uh, oh, so when you were forcing us to stay home, it was that serious. I remember you could only go for, like, you could only go for, um, you could go, like, for a walk or jogging, like, once in a day or something. But they, they gave that day that you can, or you can come out, but just for maybe... A couple of minutes, just come and stretch your legs, go for joy. Once in a day, you can't do it more than once in a day. You want to go to the grocery store or something, you can do it. Like, and there were police people everywhere. It was that serious. So I know how the people feel. I, I get they feel betrayed. Like, ah, you, and, and a lot of times he came out to make very, very like strong statements that they are kind of begging people to stay home and stuff. So for this video to come out, and then he's busy on the on the on the dance floor. Hey, have you have you seen a video by the way? Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess it. I guess it. Yeah. The guy that gave him all day inside though. The guy that gave me like just say, So it's like ah, so you after telling us all this and then you you are breaking the rules. So. I, I if they ask him to step down, I I really agree with them. I mean, I I agree with them. I think a similar thing happened here in Japan. That was last, mm. but that one, yeah, a similar thing happened here in Japan. That wasn't what that was that was our last two years. I think that was before I came. But then similar thing, people were pissed. They were worried. Where did they get the funding for that party? And then I missed this COVID thing when they asked for to stay home. Ibab. But um, with one thing I, I, I want, I mean, one thing I kind of trust with this, um, with the UK thing is that I won't be surprised that very soon he will just step down and be like, oh, okay, I, I, yes, I did this and I'm wrong and I'm sorry. But this will never happen in Africa. Ghanaian president, Nigerian president, Kenyan president will never step down and say, oh, yes, 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 you, yeah, you put up cotton. I, I, I was supposed to be indoors and I was throwing a party. I'm sorry. So I'm stepping down. It will never happen. But <laughs> I, 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 I think it's in. I won't be surprised at all if he steps down and says, say yes, he did something that he wasn't supposed to do." But what he did wasn't good because I think he's being. I don't. I don't know if I, whether these are the right. This is the right phrase to use. But he's betrayed the trust of the people by coming out to beg them to stay home only for you to be doing. I mean, I was talking to my auntie in the UK uh, a week ago, and I was telling my auntie, he was like, hey, the way they are on his neck right now. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, he... he, he <laughs> okay, I think I would agree with what Wavy is saying. I mean, as a, as a leader, you're supposed to lead by example. And he actually failed the people. I mean... During a time where people are dying left and right because of the virus, you are supposed to be, you know, showing a positive image to the people, doing what is supposed to be done because it comes with the job that you are doing. But then he disregarded the rules, went ahead to do his own thing. 
And what annoyed me most is that initially when the when it came out that he had you know organized a party, he played it down. He didn't want to address the issue. You know, he when they went to their parliament, I don't know how they call it, but when they went to parliament and then they were talking about it, the his some of his party members were playing the whole thing down as a joke when they called him to resign. They'll be like, "Oh, come on! I mean, what are you talking about? Like resignation?" you know, just because of this, that's a joke. So, you know, initially when the issue came out, the video had not gone viral yet, you know. But then after people realized, people, after it went viral, people realized that, nah, this shouldn't be done as a leader. You know, you come out here and then you preach something else. You go and then you go and do something else, which is very, very wrong. I think he should resign. But then again, you know, when I look at Boris Johnson, okay, he's just like Donald Trump. You know, they have similarities. I'm not, yeah, they have certain similarities. Boris Johnson and Donald Trump. He won't resign for any reason. He won't do it. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do it. But yeah, he won't. I mean, when you look at, you know, but it took a, when the issue of Black Lives Matter came out, it took a while before Boris Johnson was able to say in their parliament that, of course, Black Lives Matter. And even with that, he said it in the manner for you to know that he actually really didn't care. He just had to say it. So he really has a certain similarity with Trump. And there is no way that gentleman is going to pick a pen in the paper and, you know, sign his resignation letter. He won't do it for any reason because he went to a party. But then I think that people should pressure him, pressure him. They should keep on pressuring him so that he wouldn't do such a thing again. Because COVID, COVID is very, very serious. It's not something, you know, for you to, to joke with. Because initially when this COVID came out, people were saying all sorts of things. I mean, in, especially in Africa here. You know, it's, I mean, sometimes when I look, you know, when I think of certain people's mentality, I get scared. Okay, people were like, um, they want to wipe away the black race. That one was also there. You know, also, I mean, so many weird stuff came out because of the COVID. People are like, they're giving us a chip. People are like, I mean, I'm sure you you guys heard some of those things. Okay. Oh, yeah. It took oh, yeah. a while. Yeah, it took government to convince the people that it's just a vaccine, just like polio. Okay. And for the people who are saying, oh, we wouldn't take the vaccine, we wouldn't take the vaccine. If you want to travel now, you will need the vaccine anyway. If you don't take the vaccine, you are not traveling. We are not traveling. So I think that the, you know, the UK prime minister, he performed very, very poorly. And if they are calling for him to be sacked, they have every right to do so. In fact, they actually have my backing. Over here, in fact, over there, they even have a voice. In Africa here, the president, they don't really care. You go and tell the president that he should resign. Some of them are even spending 14 years in power and 15 years in power. They don't, like, they don't care at all. And you are over there saying that, Answer. I don't think that the gentleman would actually do that. First of all, it's not really a movement. What they are calling for him to resign, but it's not really a movement. There's no movement. There's no pressure. It's not like they wake up in the morning, people are in the streets chanting for him to resign. So I don't think they'll go anywhere with it. Yeah. So this this is what I have to say. Okay. So just to add to what you said just now. The thing is, I don't know if you remember or you heard. Mr. Boris Johnson did test positive for COVID in 2020. And then the people of UK were praying and hoping that he recovered. Mm. Yes. But I don't know why nobody's actually linking or they've forgotten about it or what. Or whether he tested positive. So what, what I'm not sure is, did he test positive before the party or after the party? That's what I'm not too sure about. But he did test positive for COVID. And it was quite serious. We were all worried about him and praying for him. But I don't know, to be honest. This was 2020. First of all, my question is, how did the footage come out after that long? Why should they surface in 2022? How did they come out? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Because he went to the party with a couple of people who would also be in his like circle. Mm. Yeah, some of them probably are also in leadership positions, so to say. 
So how come no none of those people are not mentioned or identified? Why is it just him? And then in his defense also, he was saying he didn't think it was that big of a deal because he thought the party was work-related. <laughs> and that if he had known it was a big of a deal, he would have told everybody to go inside instead of coming to the garden to dance. That's, that's, that's a very shallow excuse. A very, very that's shallow what, excuse. That's what his advisors told him. Anyway, no, I don't know. I guess we can forgive him and let him continue. And I'm also resigned. Resign. 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 <laughs> I think he should resign, honestly. He should. He should resign. He should do the, the honorable thing. But then again, he doesn't look like the type of person to do so. So I think they should just forget about it. But I personally think that he should do the honorable thing and he should just resign. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. We leave it to the people of UK. Let's see where it goes. Mm. And then, of course, our very, very last news item. Study <laughs> love. <laughs> oh my God! This, this for me can be a, a topic on its own. <laughs> so, a Japanese woman gives up the used stem donor three million after learning he lied. Okay, so let me just give a brief intro of why this lawsuit in the first place. So, a woman in Japan has filed for a lawsuit against a sperm donor who impregnated her, alleging that he was dishonest about his civil status, educational background, and ethnicity. Now, this is a woman who, a married woman, okay? She and her husband found out that their husband has a hereditary condition. So, if they should get pregnant, chances of that condition passing down to their offspring is pretty high. So they decided not to go through getting pregnant by themselves, but then get us help to sperm donor. And then this sperm donor told this couple that he is not married and then did lie about his educational background and ethnicity. Now I know the people of Japanese, like they, they don't play with their, the people of Japan, they don't play with their culture. So you lying about your ethnicity and lying about your marital status and all. It's a big deal for them. However, you let me let me let me hear what you guys have to say first, even before. <laughs> what do you guys think about this? Uh, <laughs> why, do, why don't you why don't you say the whole thing? <laughs> no, 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 no. Nah. Well, I, I'll let I'll let Mary go first. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. So, well, I would say that, you know, the man lied. Because I know that in instances like that, there is a contract that they make. They make a contract, actually, where you have to fulfill certain obligations. So she has the right to, you know, be angry and, you know, take the person to court. In fact, that is because they pay the person an amount of money. And I understand that it's not a very small business, you know. You tell someone that, oh, it's different when you go to a sperm bank. You know we have sperm bank where you have no knowledge of the person at all. Where you can go there, pay a little amount of money, you go for your artificial insemination and get your baby. But this is where you went and then you looked for a donor. So mm -hmm. it means that she saw the man, she liked the man. First of all, I know women, as a woman, I know women will check for physicality. So I'm sure that he's a very good looking man. And then they were checking his educational background. Then again, I don't know what it has to do with the baby because there are people whose parents have never sat in the classroom yet so they became lawyers. So I don't know why that one is a must for them. Maybe because I think that they wanted to put the man in the life of their child. There are people who do that. The biological father, the birth father, they will include you in the life of the child just in case in future should anything arise health-wise or should the child need a kidney or something, they can actually come to you. So I think, yeah, you know, then they have the right to be very, very angry. I mean, if it were me, I would be very, very angry because you lied to me. 
which therefore makes the contract null and void. So I think that, yeah, they should take him to court and sue him so that he wouldn't have the mindset to do such a thing again. Yeah. <laughs> So I, 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 I'm sorry, but yeah. me, I find it very funny. Um, first oh, wait, all, why is that in your face? We are waiting for you. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm coming to it now. Wait, hey. so um, can you hear me? First of all, yeah, we can hear you. So, yeah, why is that? okay? So, um, first of all. Um, here in Japan, here in Japan, the education is a big thing, right? Um, about let me say about fifty percent of the graduates from high school don't really go to university because it's it's very difficult to get it. It's it's quite difficult. So um, there's that pressure on the kids to perform to be to perform. They the kids here go to school from Sunday to Sunday. You, 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 if, if, if you believe, they, they, you see them on Sunday, 6 a.m., Saturday, 6 a.m., going to, on a train, going to class, like, because they have to pass, like, they have to pass the entrance exam to the university. It's a big thing. So, the, that's the reason why the woman went for somebody she feels, because the man claimed he went to Kyoto University, which is, like, top five, one of the top five universities in the country. I think second or third. Oh, okay. Yes. So okay. she she wants a child who would know book. And um where I find very funny is um the part I find funny is you know China and China and Japan is just like Ghana and Nigeria. Um okay. we have like we have like similarities but differences. I I, I don't know, like you put 10 Nigerians here and then I bet you can tell you can you at least you can tell that seven of these people, at least seven or eight of them, you can tell that this, these are Nigerians. And it's the same here. When I see someone from China, I might not really be able to tell. Yeah, it might, it might, it might be very difficult for me to tell. In my lab, I'm the only African, but then they are I'm the only African, and then there are two Chinese people, and then about um, 12, 12 or 15 of them are all Japanese. And I could never tell the Chinese guys until I was told, oh, this guy is Chinese. So for me, I can't tell, but they can tell. That's the same thing. They, they won't be able to tell, oh, this, this is a Nigerian and this is a Ghanaian. But we can tell. So I'm very surprised that the woman wasn't able to tell that this guy is not really a Japanese. But then again, you have some people who, come, who, who grow up I mean, you have some Nigerians who have grown up in Ghana that um, it becomes very difficult to tell that this person is from Nigeria. So maybe if he grew up in this country, then it's going to be difficult to tell. But yes, she was lied to and she could sue him for whatever. But I just wanted to give you guys a little um, dynamics and stuff about how things are here and why she wanted a kid who is very intelligent. So I think she's going to feel very, very betrayed Knowing that the, not only did the guy not go to Kyoto University, he is also a Chinese, which is not what she wanted. She wanted a Japanese man. So, yeah, so that, that that's what I have to say. Wow. Yeah. That's Debbie, I finished dragging. Yeah, Debbie, I finished dragging my feet. But but do you think do you think um the man's educational background can affect the IQ of the child? Because I know that yeah, going to school and graduating, going to university and graduating, there's a certain a certain status attached to it. Mm -hmm. And I know that yeah, that she really, really wanted. But then I don't think that it's really, really necessary. There are people who have gone to school. They've gone to the university. They've done their PhD. But yes, so their children are not really, you know, academically inclined. Mm. So I think, yeah, because, I mean, over here in Africa, okay, we know that going to the university, let me say that, the 
the reason why most people invest is because of money, not because they do not have the um the grades yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not even enough university self. Not even enough university self. There's another yes. issue. Mary. Um, Mary, if you could start. Yeah. Ah, we lost her. Why is, what does this always happen when Mary is making a very interesting point? Anyway, but um um um, um what what I what I can say to the little that Mary said before we lost this, um I think the world is getting to the point where we stop measuring kids' abilities by the uh, academic performance. It's it's so outmoded now, you know. So, I mean. Um, somebody with a PhD and all that and Hello, all that time. Yeah, um, you are back now. Okay, I'll let you continue and then I'll, yes. I'll come back. Okay, so I don't think that, you know, if, you know, the man going to university is a huge factor for her, then fine. But I don't think it has, you know, that um, the man's inability to attain university has the capacity of affecting the child. IQ, you know, for what it's worth, there are people who have never been to school have made it big time. Mm -hmm. Unless she plans on including the man in the child's life. Or perhaps she went and then she bragged about it somewhere. Then again, the woman and the husband, have they also been to the university? Could it be that they've not been to the university? So they're looking for someone who is academically inclined, which is why she's so pissed off. That one could also be a factor. Could mm -hmm. also be a factor. Maybe they are looking for someone who has achieved a certain status so that should, in case of anything, they can tell the child to go here and then have problems with. Maybe that one is also there. With the gentleman lying about his nationality, you know, I think that one is very, very bad. It's very, very, very bad, you know. But then again, there should be something okay. have similar means. I don't know. But I know it's very, very common amongst them. But then I don't know about, you know, other names. Because over here, with the Nigerians, the moment we hear the name, we know that, okay, this is Nigerian because of the name. The names are not that similar. The names are not that similar. When you hear a Chinese name, you know it's a Chinese name. Okay. And yeah. and sometimes the tonation as well. Yeah. No, but the thing, but, the thing about the thing about these two, let me. No, you, Mary, you go ahead. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll, I'll come back when you are done. You go ahead. Okay. Okay. So I think that um, next time they should take extra precaution because aside from that, there's no record of the person. Did she do that? <laughs> To the police, did she do a background check on her own, or she just took the man's word for it? If that is the case, then she has herself to blame. She has herself to blame because this is something that is. I think that even the man having a criminal record is is even much more. Should the man have a criminal record, that one would have been worse than him lying about going to university and being a a, a Chinese man, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that I think the lady really didn't do her research well. You know, I think she has got herself to blame too. She has got herself to blame too. Because if she had taken extra precaution and then gone to, you know, certain institutions to inquire, like a place where you can check whether the person is really from your country, or if she had even asked the man to bring out a birth certificate, okay, then again, it could be a Nigerian can come here, naturalize here, and be a Ghanaian, very legal. So it could be that the man might be a Chinese man, but he has naturalized in Japan, which legally makes him a Japanese. So I don't think the man lied at all. He might be, he might actually be an, 
a Japanese, not by best by baby by naturalization. No, no, no. He's not. He's, he didn't naturalize it. He he just lied about it. He's a Chinese. Oh, he <laughs> oh yeah. Then I feel very sad for the woman. I yeah. feel very sad for the woman. I think that the only thing that you know she can do is just take him to court. But then again, I I don't think this should have any effect on the child because the child has already been delivered. She wanted a child. She has a child. Period. So. It is a responsibility to take. That's that's the part of that's the part of the story I want really to finish. Uh, um. The little I can say is that um, between these two countries, there's that there's some tension between okay. these two countries, Japan and China. Hello, Debbie. Debbie. Hey, Madam Host. So yeah, between these two countries, there's there's some tension between these two countries. Um, you know, um, Japan and China don't really see eye to eye on a lot of stuff, so. I think that also exists. And like I was saying, um, being able to end, enter into the one of the highest universities in Japan means that the man is definitely a shark. Okay. He's, yeah, he's academically inclined. So, and I, I feel like the world has gotten to the point where we should really step away from um, kids just being academically inclined. Like some, some, some kids, like you were saying, somebody might go to. Have done its PhD and all by his kids, but they are they might be brilliant in some other field. You understand, their yeah. brilliance would really reflect in some different like acting, um, comedy, movie direct. Now, look at people are just blown up making millions on TikTok. People have worked the same PhD holder who probably was his father has never made even a million. You understand, so like the world is diverse now, but then back to the story, I mean. Um, I understand her frustration and disappointment. She was lied to, and this is the part where I think Debbie hasn't mentioned. But correct me okay. Um, there's an institution where you go to to ask for um someone. So I think the records that the man himself submitted to that institution were false, and then well, those records were false. So it was those records that the woman based on to make her selection that okay, this is the guy I want. So I think the woman did trust that oh. As long as the institution is the one that's giving me, the institution probably has done their background check. So the woman didn't do that background check. Do you get what I'm trying mm -hmm. to say? Yeah, it's like yeah. you want, it's like it's like you want a driver. It's like it's like you want a driver for your taxi, and then you go to the you, you go to the station, and then you speak to the station master, and then he tells you, oh, "I have a driver for you." You you assume that whoever the station master is giving to you has his driver's license, and um, really knows how to drive. You understand? So only for yeah. you to realize that the guy didn't have a driver's license, he's going to crash your car. You see, be like, and then you get disappointed. Only for you to go do your background check and realize that oh, the person didn't even know how to drive in the first place and never had a driver's license. So uh -huh. the woman, the woman didn't probably do her background check because she thought the man was uh, and the, the institution had already done that check. So the guy just presented false information to. I don't know how she later found her, but if only Debbie would finish the story for us. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But have you ever wondered how she found out that the gentleman was lying? That, that's what I, I really don't know. That's what I want to find out. That's what I really don't know. Yeah. Because I think that it's really, really interesting. You know, you are going to I don't know, honestly. I think maybe she's having some technical issues. I don't know. Right. Yeah. And then I think we can continue talking. I say I think that, you know, um marriage comes with a lot of issues, you know. And most yeah. times people want to see most times people want children that are healthy because, you know, when you have a baby who is not healthy, it comes with a whole lot of, you know, changes that you have to make in your personal life, you know, and some people are not ready to deal with that changes. 
but first of all you have to put the child first and then after that you also you also need to check yourself whether you're ready for such a commitment and mm. i think that after doing, after doing all that they realize that okay this is not something that i can deal with and then they just you know make a decision to go out there. then again they could have adopted which would have been very very easy they could have adopted that one was also there but i think that they wanted someone you know with their own blood then again let me comment the man the man has done very very well that is the lady's husband he has done very well i mean normally you don't hear of a couple yeah yeah that is because normally you do hear of a couple who can't give birth and then the man goes out there and then you know they do surrogates and then you know another lady delivers a baby for them but you hardly hear the situation where a man has hereditary condition they go mm. out there and then take another man's sperm to impregnate his wife but at the mm. end of the day that's yeah he has nothing to do with you know biologically he has nothing to do with the kid right now you know because of science you know they are able to take when two people get married you can take an egg from a woman and then put it in another woman and then they'll give birth to a baby who has both women's dna right now it's happening take mm-hmm. the egg from one woman give it to another woman put it into another woman the woman delivers the child and has both the dna of the woman and the husband like when you take the sperm from the man you take the egg put it in one person and you deliver the child and the child is having the three of them the the man and his wife and then the carrier for japan they don't have um, a sperm bank unlike the way us has it so there was no institution involved in this one until recently so they now have their first first bank last summer but initially they don't and then japan also has a law where if you are an offspring of a sperm donor you have the right or the child has the right to know this is my biological parent but most uh, couple who opt for sperm donor wouldn't want the child to know that this is how they came about so and then also some sperm donors want to remain anonymous but then the law in japan says that the offspring has the right to know so because of this people in japan resort to social media to find a sperm donor and then if you are using social media obviously you are not going to get the clear picture of how everything is and then with this also we know in the us is if you are getting a sperm donor you through artificial insemination or something but this one they actually did have sex 10 times mm-hmm. so that is where probably all this rage and fury of the woman is coming from mm. yeah wow very interesting uh-huh Yeah so I think she should just you know sue the man take him to court and get the I think that's it I hope she does not come she does not though so, Yeah that's my question it's, it's not fault of the child it's not fault of the child Mhm but the man's education is not really a, I don't see it as a factor Yeah, I don't see it as a factor because it, it has got nothing to do with it. The people who the ethnicity. So now a Japanese couple, a Japanese couple will have to raise a Chinese child even though like the differences are not that huge like like Wavy was saying, it will be hard for you to tell a Chinese from a Japanese if you are not one of them. It shouldn't be that well, big of a deal, but I guess to them it is. Well, I think legally, yeah, I think legally, the child is good. Yeah, because according to the law, what they kind of think about, so according to the law, the, the woman's husband is the father of the child, legally. Yeah, so the child is different. It was delivered in Japan. I don't think there's any law in Japan. a woman delivers a child who is Japanese, a child is therefore not Japanese. I'm sure the child is Japanese. Yeah. 
I think it was just a personal <laughs> choice. They don't want to Japanese, but it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. That's my contribution. That's my contribution. Okay. Baby? Mm-hmm. You're there? Okay, so that's about it for today's episode. We have exhausted our news items, and it's been a fun ride. I just want to say this. Happy birthday in advance to Wavy. Tomorrow happens to be his birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I, I wish I could come and you do that. Again. I wish I could come and you do that. Again. Ha ha. <laughs> Charlie. Oh, well. Wait, what I mean? What I mean? Oh, my baby. Oh, my baby. Yeah. Charlie, I'll go to work. First of all, I'll go to work. So, I, I, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. Maybe my my company I gave me a kind of a voucher to a place where Yeah. 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 We'll find out how everything went next week on the show. Uh Okay, people. It's been a lovely episode again. Thanks for sticking and staying. I just want to say if you happen to be listening to us through Apple Podcasts, please, 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 please. Leave a rating, leave a review. Let us know how we are doing. Okay. Comments on the sessions and the episodes we have, your thoughts and all. Let's hear from you guys. Keep in touch, stay in touch. We're doing this for you, so we have to hear from you. And until next week, people, stay safe, be good. We love you. Bye, y'all. Love you. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. 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 bye.